Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be with you tonight. So we're, yeah, sometimes these apps can uh, mess, mess up, but uh, we're hoping to get it done. And it's the show, you know, we make it a pretty quick show, you know, a, a pretty quick uh, recording. It's good and, to be with you. Yeah. So we're going to uh, start off uh, because, like we said before, the story of the woman of the world is relatively important to us all. And we should all realize that we are that women or that men at that will, no matter what's going on in our lives. So amen. why don't we, amen, why don't we have you start off by telling us a little bit about the story? Sure. This is a wonderful story for each of us. And one of my favorite things about this story is this woman at the well that comes to the well at noon in the middle of the day, uh, in the heat of the day when uh, others aren't going to be there. Obviously, she's been married, as it says in scripture, five times, and the man she lives with now isn't her husband. So this is her the sixth man, so to speak, that she's been with. And you know that as people talk, they've been talking behind her back. They're saying things to her face. She doesn't want to go to the well when everybody else is going to be there. She wants to be by herself, get this work done have the water she needs to cook and to clean with. And, and there is this man, this Jewish man at the well, and Jews and Samaritans didn't tend to talk with each other. Uh, they didn't share things in common. And he's asking her for a drink of water. I mean, wow, okay. This kind of attitude that he can talk to her and then ask something of her. All she wants to do is go to the well, right? Get her right. work done. And he not only asked her for a drink, and when she comments on the well, he actually says to her, if you knew who I was, you would be asking me for a drink of water. And the water I give is living water. It never runs out. So she's like, if I can get myself some of that living water, I'm going to not have to keep coming to this well, and my whole life is going to be a bit better. She doesn't quite get it. But then he calls to account who she is. He All he has to say is, go get your husband and come back. And she admits who she is. She admits the, that she's had five husbands and the one she has now isn't her husband. And he says, that's true. That's true. And she realizes that he's a prophet. And she starts to talk to him about worship, about about the differences between the Samaritans and the Jewish people, that the Jewish people believed you had to worship in Jerusalem. You had to go to Jerusalem. And Samaritans worshiped on this mountain. And so they have this conversation about faith and about belief. And mm -hmm. then they, we hear him speak about what's coming, about the Messiah. That the day's coming where you can worship not just here and there, but all wherever. And God is going to bring to us spirit and truth. It says God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. And she confesses that she believes in the Messiah. And he tells her, I am he, the one who is speaking to you. I am he. 
And at that moment, the other disciples come back and they see them talking and they know better than to ask him, why are you talking to this woman? Or why are you talking to a woman of Samaria or what's going on? She runs mm -hmm. off, talks to the other people in town and says, I have met this man who's told me everything I've ever done. He couldn't be the Messiah, could he? And they come and see Jesus and believe because of her testimony. And then later, it says in verse 42 of chapter 4 of John, that it is no longer because of what you've said that we believe. For we have heard for ourselves and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. Amen. And that's important for us all because we have these moments where we don't want anybody to get in our way. We have our, our focus. We've had a rough day, but isn't that when God shows up in those moments? Yes, it is. When God shows up. Mm -hmm. it, it, that is so true. And like over, we're saying, yeah, go ahead. Over and over again. Is it? Don't expect God to show up that we see the Lord. We see God speak to us and rewrite our trajectory. She was this woman that was, people looked at the wrong way. And she, then she's the woman who brings them the Messiah, Jesus. I mean, what does that say to all of us when we look at other people? Um, I think it says when we look at other people that one, we're not aware of, you know, are really aware of what our own faith is, our own faith, or whether we believe in uh, Jesus or not. There's some people, like we say, that they don't believe that the Messiah is coming back or not alone, even believe in God. Right. Well, and we also prejudge people. Well, can this person actually tell me anything about faith or about God? I mean, we look at them and think that they might not know something because of where they come from, their experiences, what they've been through. But isn't it that's exactly the person that get, knows God sometimes more fully because they've been through some things? And they understand what they need. And they need the Lord. And they need the, they, they need the living water, but they don't know what living water really is. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That we have the the living water, the water that never runs out, that comes to us through Jesus Christ. We have the Holy Spirit that we receive in baptism that guides and nurtures us on our path and instructs us in the things we are to focus on and reminds us when we see the work of God in front of us that this is the Lord's work. And we continue to reach out and be that that Samaritan woman asking questions and willing to ask them, willing to step out, willing to be uncomfortable with Jesus. 
Wow. Now that's a now that 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 what you just read that is a very powerful thing. And what you know, what is it that you think that we should we as people should remember? What is our your, your what is the message? The message is that Christ confronts us when we're rushing, when we are frustrated, when life is difficult and brings us hope and life and living water. And we have an opportunity to claim it and to grab it and to proclaim with this woman that Christ is the Messiah, the, son, the Savior of the world, the Son of God to get out of our little uh, trench or path we're in and to really celebrate and respond in faith as she did. She went from living water to talking about worship to talking about the Messiah. She had to get to where she could have that conversation. But the whole time she's argumentative, right? Right. And Sometimes we got to be a little argumentative, don't we? Yes, we do sometimes. We need to be able to have that conversation with God and saying, what if, What are you doing with me here, Lord? I mean, all I want is some stupid water and not having to go to this well. And God changes her to be avoiding people by going at noon to running to her neighbors and sharing with them that she thinks she has met the Christ, the Messiah, the savior of the world. She was absent from community and Christ brought her into community. She was separated because of the things she's done and Christ brought her as a messenger of the, the light and life of the world. He Amen. He was able to bring her to be a healing transformative force in her community. So when we think we're, we don't mean nothing, when we think that we don't have what it takes, when we think that what can we give to our community, uh, what do we really understand? We can think of the Samaritan woman. And see what God can do with us when we say yes. Amen. That. Wow. That's really powerful. And tell us uh, briefly, uh, you have a church service uh, coming up on um, Sunday. How can people uh, get in touch with you if they want to come out to visit your church? Sure. I'm Reverend Laura Kelsey. I pastor at First Presbyterian Church, Pontiac, Michigan. We have services on Saturday evening at five o'clock with a dinner following that's a, more of a contemporary service, praise service, and on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. that is a traditional Presbyterian service with, with pipe organ and choral music and a beautiful time at both services. They may reach us by our website, fpcpontiac.com, or by my own website, 
Rev, R-E-V, LauraKelsey.com. And we look forward to hearing from folks and worshiping and getting to know each other. Thanks for having me on tonight. Thanks for coming on. I'm I'm sure we get it this time. And I will definitely be seeing you soon for our upcoming meeting on the 9th next week. Absolutely. We have lots of wonderful things planned together. Yes, we do. Thanks, Pastor Laura. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.